Welcome back to the Gymnazo podcast. I'm your host, CJ Kobliska, the director of programming here at Gymnazo. And I have two amazing gentlemen here with me today. They might not be so gentle. They're quite aggressive when it comes to weightlifting, moving, and speaking. So they're going to be doing most of the talking today. I'm going to be doing most of the listening, and I hope you will be as well. I have Jonathan, a.k.a. Goose, a.k.a. the Trenders Plane Tiger, that you may have heard on other podcasts of ours, and also Sean Milton. We'll come up with a nickname today for you. I'm sure multiple of them. He was a bear in a past life. A polar bear. No, not a polar bear. A panda bear. Panda bear. Kung fu panda bear in a past life. And uh, these two guys I admire so much because they listen to my shit. They listen to my crap. I, I, the half the stuff that comes out of my mouth, I don't know what I'm saying. And they reflect it back at me. And I realize how wonderful it is to have people to talk to, to listen to, and to have a team who just allows you to be who you are. And I think that's what we're going to chat about today. You know, we're going to go a little more off the cuff and have an authentic conversation about what it, what it's like to be a team member here at Gymnazo, what it's like to have a group of uh, human beings around you who support you, care for you, and wish you the best in everything you do. Welcome to the Gymnazo podcast, where you get to peek behind the curtains of what it takes to create and run a seven-figure fitness facility that ranks in the top 5% of boutique fitness studios for revenue. But to be honest, that's the least important thing about us. Founded by me, Michael Hughes, Gymnazo has created an ecosystem of services that blend performance with restoration techniques and attracts top coaches to its facility. Hosted by its owners, Peyton and myself, and our top coaches. This podcast shares our best practices on everything from how to build a sustainable fitness business to how to program for maximum results to how to build a hybrid training module that's online and in person. We have marketing secrets, movement innovation, and breaking down trends in the industry. If you're a fitness professional or a fitness business owner, this is where you learn how to sharpen your skills and to see maximum results. So, Sean, Jonathan, do you mind uh, sharing just a quick little bit about uh, yourself, your role here at Gymnazo, and uh, how you view yourself as part of this Gymnazo team? Yeah, I'll go. I mean, I still consider myself the new guy, like calling myself the new guy, but it's pretty crazy. I've been here for over a year now, and I was telling you the other day, we had a meeting that my role here at Gymnazo, I view it a little bit like... If we need to get up a wall or something over a wall, like I want to be the guy who just stands there and be like, hey, step up on my back. You get up there first. I know you throw a rope down. And that's been just like ringing true since I started here is um, you guys leading the way and me just being like, dang, that is awesome. Like I want to follow you guys there. I want to be right, you know, behind you, backing you guys because I know that my back is also had. And... Uh, I'd love to get into the story about how I met both of you, but um, Jonathan, what, what do you see as your role here at Gymnazo? So I've been here a little over three years now, counting the internship, probably like three and a half. Um, I think my role is pretty clear that I'm the hype man. I definitely bring <laughs> a lot of stoke and a lot of hype, and especially with this place, I love it so much. I love you guys so much. It's easy to see like, all the dope shit we're doing and just throw like fuel on the fire. Like, oh yeah, dude, like keep doing that. Yeah, it's so rad. Um, so probably like an energy source, like to come in, like get stuff going, get the, get the fire started and then just throw some gas on the fire and just have some fun. So I'd probably say hype man would be my role. Yes. My role is just to help you guys continue to doing 
the best job of what you see yourself doing here on this team. I'm also the coach manager here at Gymnasio for those of you that do not know. So uh, I really appreciate every single coach that's on this team to such a high level. Like I, the only thing I want is the best for, for you two and for the rest of our coaches. Um, and I've had the privilege of hanging out with you guys every Tuesday, pretty much every Tuesday for quite a few months and uh, just talking movement, talking life, experiencing each other's presence and, and our path through this life. We're very, very young and it's extremely rewarding to reflect off of each other with all the learning lessons and crazy ideas that we have moving forward with our lives and, and us being in just in different stages. So I appreciate you all. And uh, Sean, I, I do want you to, to dive in, man, and, and how you met us, because it was kind of a fun story, kind of a, an act of divinity and uh, beautiful timing. Yeah, and just being open to pay attention to what was sitting in front of me. Um, was really awesome. Uh, so we all know KJ, who's a yoga instructor here in Slow, and I basically reached out to her as a mentor because I was in this place of, I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go. I had a pretty good idea of where I was. I had a very good foundation of who I was, but I didn't really know where I wanted to take that. So I just one day kind of got fed up a little bit and was like, I'm just gonna, I know KJ, I look up to her, I've taken her yoga class a hundred times and I'm just gonna reach out. She, I didn't even know that she really knew who I was, but um, you know, she, she noticed me and she, that's what she's really good at is seeing people. And when I reached out to her, she was like, oh, Sean, no way. And she was like stoked. She's also similar, like kind of a hype, hype person, right? And oh, yeah. just like, you know, made me feel very special. And I was like, this is crazy. This is awesome. I look up to this person. Um, and started hanging out with her at the climbing gym, asking her opinion about like, just basically having her version of herself being a soundboard for me, putting my thoughts out there without feeling like they're going to be judged because I was doing most of the judging myself anyway. And she introduced me to full moon flow here at Gymnasio one day when it was raining. Normally they're outside, this time it was raining so we had it in here and both of you were here. This is a funny, because I don't remember you being there. And I remember Jonathan came up to me afterwards, but you were in Jesper there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that until afterwards. And you just like sat there in your Zen corner and like picturing it now after knowing who you are, I can picture you there with us. But I, um, I remember specifically sharing about a community event that I was gonna hold at the beach and it was a memorial workout for my dad. And this is like a huge, huge deal for me because I'm such a hermit and I love being by myself and I hadn't spent a whole lot of time immersing myself in community. And so even just to share that in this circle of like 17 people, I was like terrified and saying like, hey guys, I'm hosting this memorial event. Uh, if you guys can make it, it's gonna be hopefully a good time. I've never done anything like this before, but um, just to get together and raise funds for um, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And um, it's just a very, it still is a tough thing for me to talk about, but having shared that afterwards, Jonathan, you came up to me and you're like, hey man, like, thank you for sharing. And you just like classic hype man style walk over, full confidence that I really admire about you. Just like, I don't know who this guy is, but I'm just gonna go over and talk to him. And that was amazing. And I was like, 
oh, that was sick. Like, that guy's a coach here. That cool stuff probably happens here. And a little <laughs> backstory is the first words out of my mouth when I walked in was, I want to work here. Hmm. And my girlfriend, Ashley, had said, reminded me that. I didn't remember that also, but just, like, out of uh, reaction, I walked in. I was like, dang, this place is awesome. I want to work here. And um, fast forward to taking a group class here. And I was big into handstands at the time and doing a handstand off on the side on the turf. And you had walked over and just introduced yourself and kind of same thing, like this confidence to like shake my hand, be like, hey, what's up? I'm CJ. And just like hold a gaze smiling. And I was like, <laughs> just frozen sitting there for a second, like almost like, is he going to say something else? Or then oh, he just said a lot just with that one stare. Like uh, it was... <laughs> Just this three second, just both of us looking at each other, smiling, like, dude, nice to meet you. Good vibes. And then uh, that was pretty much that. Afterwards, um, the energy was out there. And we had done some Spartan workouts out at the dunes. And one thing led to another. And he reached out to me about possibly doing an internship. And it was just like, it couldn't have been better timing for me. Yeah. Hmm. That's one thing we're probably going to be doing a lot of this podcast is silence as we just stare into each other's eyes. Mm-hmm. It's about to get really weird, you guys. Super <laughs> weird. In the best way. In the best way. <laughs> no, I, I, that speaks a lot to, um, I think, what we try to set up here at Gymnazo, which is that this place is, is a home. And those who work here are the people who own the home. Um, even if we don't own the business, we, this is a space that we're all holding together, a very physical, large space. And anybody who walks through the doors of your home, it's good to know who's in your house. And if you don't know their name, you probably get a you know initial reaction of a, of an energy or of a personality or just kind of a, who this person is. And and for every single person that walks in the door, whether they're a member or just somebody checking out the place or they're delivering a box from UPS or, or FedEx, it's like, hey, welcome, welcome in. Like we want to share that that positive energy that optimism and that, uh, you know, I don't know even if there's a real word for it, but it's just that stoke and that vibe, that vibration of like, this feels safe. This feels like I can be myself here. And um, I appreciate you sharing that because that's, that's exactly what Jonathan did. That's exactly what I did is, is go up and uh, you want to know people. You want, you want people to have a good time and get to know each other and, ha- and build a community. And without that community that there's no safe space there's no opportunity to really be yourself and there's no opportunity to really express or, or people don't feel safe doing that so uh, goose what was what was your experience like when you had met sean for the first time and and maybe even going deeper and talking about your experience at gym, gymnasium the first few times yeah so um first time meeting sean i'm not really like a practicing yogi i've i've done one yoga session in my life and that was the one where Sean was at. So I've done one official yoga session. And it was cool. I was just sitting across the way, like, looking at you speak. And I was like, dude, this guy, he's got some rad hair, like, dope beard. Like, this dude seems cool. Just off of, like, aesthetics first. I was like, this guy seems like a cool dude. And then you got into your story. You kind of started sharing a little bit about, like, your history, your life, what you've been through. And I was like, dang, like, this dude is, like, fucking rad. Like, this guy's really cool. And he's being very vulnerable, which I think is a big thing. Um, but first time, my, my personal first time in this facility, 
I actually was watching you coach a G1 session. So I had no idea what Gymnazo was, had never heard of it. It was never talked about at Cal Poly, like nothing. They got into this internship or got into my senior project and I used the internship to help me graduate. So I come in 6 a.m. on Sunday and I stand in one of the true stretches and I'm watching you coach G1. And like watching the way you're moving, I'm, I'm watching how you're communicating with folks, I'm watching the moves that they're doing. I'm just like, oh shit. Yeah, same kind of thought. Like, yep, I wanna do this. Like standing in that second cage, as soon as I saw you like go into action, go into that coach mode, this is for me. Like I need to be a part of this for sure. But I wanna go backtrack again, back to what Sean was saying. I think one of the key things when you first get in here is you feel seen, which makes you feel good. So I think that's one thing that we really do well. We're so good about names. We're so good about like remembering what people do, what their like outside life is, what their weekend plans look like. We make sure people, we make sure people feel seen first and then kind of get an understanding, make them feel good. And then that's when that safety piece comes into it. Um, so first few times, first time I met you was my only yoga session, super rad. I thought, I mean, everything was just so cool, very internal kind of perspective, internal work being done. And then first time seeing you was, I mean, you at your craft, like you in your zone. Just like, holy shit, man, this place has a vibe about it. Take the people away, the building itself, like we've created a vibe hmm. in the building to where you come in and you get that energy lift. Like I come in, I could come in off of like shitty sleep. I'm tired, I'm down. Right foot, left foot, whatever foot steps through that door first, on, hmm. like instantly on. Like right now, chills, on. <laughs> Like ready to go. Hmm. It you... says a lot about the space that's set up. You know, you, you carry that energy with you. That's it's your aura. It's your, it's your dojo. It's what you walk through every single day. And I think a lot of, a lot of it comes down to feeling safe and and less about being seen. I think that can that can deter people a little bit sometimes. Like oh gosh, people are looking at me. You know. Um, but they know that somebody's there to support them. Somebody's there to take care of them. And when you walk into the building, it feels like the building's taking care of you. It, it gives you that, that sense of like, oh, okay, we're going to get to work today. There's room to, to, there's so many different tools. There's so much space. There's a lot of different uh, colors. And, and it can be overwhelming because there are so much, there's so much potential. There's so much opportunity that um, it's easy to kind of sit back and just observe. Um, but once you get in the mix of it, you jump into a group session, maybe you're doing a one-on-one -on -one session, maybe you're just doing some open gym stuff and exploring. Whatever the case is, the culture accepts you. There's no, there's no one method that we have here. There's no one way of doing things. Um, but there's, there's values and there's intentions that we, we set as a, as a business that I think we all really resonate with. And it's intentional partnerships and it's, it's uh, being on the cutting edge and it's really developing ourselves and, and growing ourselves. And we can't do that without fertile soil and an environment to grow. Um, and I think that that says a lot about not just you two, but our, our entire staff, people that aren't even just not coaches, but on our, on our business side and people that are more on the back end of it. It's all, there's a lot of collaboration. There's a lot of communication and there is competition, but it's competition to better ourselves with each other. You know, we're not, we're not competing for clients against each other. We were competing to be the best coach we can each individually be. And with the methods that we bring in and the certifications that we bring in, we share. It's not much, so much as, look at me, look what I can do. It's, hey, look, what, look what's possible. How can we integrate this? How can we set up a, an opportunity or an activity or a, 
a session where somebody can grow. They can come in with a shitty attitude or just something's going off in their personal life and they can leave in an hour and go, that was like a dose of medicine. Like I, I feel good leaving. And then that sets them up for a whole rest of their day. What's one of the, one of the cool experiences you've had as a coach or as an athlete as well in a session where you've, you've come in feeling off and then something clicks, you know, somebody says something or, or you're part of a session that just ignites something within you. Do you have any specific uh, references? I got one just cause I'll let you, I'll let you think a little bit. Um, I had one yesterday, like literally yesterday. Um, so coaching the 6am session, I'm coming in like pretty tired. Just, you know, some days you're a little bit more sleepy than other days. It's a 6am session. And we had been, CJ and I, for those just listening, have been chatting, just kind of like cracking jokes the night before, talking about like different motivational phrases and stuff we could use. And we game plan to use like a funny one throughout the day. So I'm, I mean, I'm real tired going through the warm up, and I didn't know that you had told a client to say the motivational phrase to me. So Motivational phrase? <laughs> I guess it's like, a, it's like a hype phrase. It's not like a real motivational phrase, but it's just, it's in the mix 96 is what it was yesterday makes no sense. There's no real context. It's just like a fun thing to say. So I'm going through the warm up, just kind of dragging a little bit and it gets to this client and he hits me with that. He's like, I'm feeling like I'm in the mix 96. As soon as I heard that, the entire energy, the rest of the day shifted. Like I felt myself more awake, more energized. I was like, all right, it's time to crack some jokes with these guys today. Like we're gonna have a fun session. So that was just yesterday morning. Every day there's something though, every day. Yeah, I don't really have any specific things that come to mind, but just the way that you touched on it already a couple of times of like people being very good mirrors, especially our staff being very good mirrors and the whole community um, being very understanding. Um, you know, I, I, I could reference actually the, like a very down, like very much um, negative place for me is showing up late for a session that happened recently and like that just, upsets me so much because I don't want to be that person um but 6 a.m tough to get up slept through the alarm or you know I'm convinced it didn't go off but (laughs) um and just showing up and knowing that coming from my childhood like if that happened several years ago could be the downfall of me being like I I can't handle this I'm gonna quit or I don't want to be here at all but on the drive there yeah having that anxiety but knowing who I'm gonna be coming up in front of and people that I admire and people that I wanna be around. So then just, okay, just breathe. Once I get there, everything is turned around. Everything is like, okay, breathe. People are smiling here. They're actually like happy to see me um, and I'm happy to see them. And like, it helps put that negative thing in the past a lot faster rather than dwelling on it. You get better, having those negative things pass by and take their cycle, they're always going to happen. But my ability has improved just because everyone else is around to lift me up. It's not just, I don't feel like I'm by myself anymore. Um, and I've been, I've felt like I was by myself. It's not a good feeling. I I've found power in that, but I've also found that I can lean into my team and I can really rely on you guys and, then when I am by myself, I feel like I have energy because I haven't been just dragging all day by myself. I have my, now I'm actually drained, but because I've been bouncing energy back and forth between people all day long, and now I'm here for myself and I still enjoy that time 
to be alone and sit with my thoughts. I've always been like that. But to be able to flow in and out of that is such a beautiful thing that I've never felt before. And that's, you know, this is a place that you, people just stay. Like they stay for a long time because it's such a great place. I've, you know, conversations with members about the good old days, you know, and they started um, 10 years ago and they just love it so much that they never, you know, even take breaks for the most part. They just are always coming and always enjoy building that communication um, as a skill. Like we now know each other a lot better um, because we all continuously work on that skill. There's not a whole lot of grudges that are held. It's more so like that was not an ideal situation, but here's how I'm going to help you and kind of lead the way and help you get over that so that it doesn't happen again. Hmm. I feel like we're in, a, we're in a very interesting environment being a, a workout facility and have a whole ecosystem of fitness, performance, restoration where people can stick around for a bit. And if they are hurt or just super fatigued, overtrained, they have uh, still a space here to continue to progress and to sustain their level of training. You know, they don't, they don't have to leave for a couple of weeks, take that time to recover and then come back. They have tools here to recover and resources as coaches and, um, to reflect off of on, on what, hey, how long is this going to take to recover? And they, it's less about us telling them how it's going to be and much more of them having a space to learn about themselves. And I think we, we all do a good job of that because we don't know shit, you know? There's a lot of shit we don't know. And the more stuff we do know, the more stuff we realize we don't know and become, we feel like we become dumber and dumber and dumber. But we are able to maintain a level of... Um, Confidence within the within the reality that we're all experiencing is that we're all learning about ourselves. And yeah, there's there's studies out there about how your body works and how you're supposed to recover in this and how you're supposed to train these things. And um, we integrate a lot of different, like I said, methodologies and, and different tools that allow people to explore and experience. And in that exploration and experience, it becomes a play. It becomes flow-like. It becomes not this, then this, then this in very linear kind of fashion, but much more of just, hey, show up and you're, you're going to absorb some kind of good energy that's going to set you up for good things in your day and in your week and in your month. And when you're surrounded by people who are holding you accountable for your own practice, if it is movement, if it is stillness, if it's just meditation, if it's just an opportunity to chat, um, they have that space. Well, I think a big piece too with like what we do is like we, we seek or we try our best to understand other scenarios or put ourselves in other people's shoes. So if someone's coming in, you know, injured, we've been injured before, we've had pain before, we understand what that's like. And then we create that connection to that allows that safety. I think it now starts, I'm just having this thought like as we we're talking about it, I think it starts with that understanding because even with like hate showing up late, you show up late, not a coach is going to say something like negative. We might, you know, crack a joke or something, but we're not going to do it that day because we understand, dude, he's beating himself up enough. We've all been in a similar situation. You missed the alarm. Same thing with clients. We understand where they're coming from. That creates that security. That creates that safety. Now they feel safe. Now they get a little bit more curious. They're wondering, hey, what else can I do here? If I'm safe here, if I feel like I'm supported here, curiosity creeps in. Then you got a little bit more exploration. They're trying new stuff with movement. They're asking questions about diet, lifestyle changes. And now we're creating a whole new opportunity. That's where like the creation part comes in. 
And then from creation, now there's a little lack of understanding. You seek to understand, then you understand, then you're safe. And that cycle just repeats and repeats and repeats. So I think we do a really good job of trying our best to understand what people are going through, where they're coming from, and just what their experience is. Yeah, I like that. And and to go further into that is noticing where you are at is huge. Like So the awareness piece and not saying necessarily, well, you're in a good place or a bad place, but just objectively, this is where I'm at or this is where this person is at. Um, having the awareness to then be like, that's sort of what I was getting at before when I had reached out to a mentor. It's like, I had a very good idea of who I was, where I was. Um, guidance, though, is then a good thing to, to be, um, to have someone lead you somewhere or at least uh, pose a question to you and say, like, can you go deeper? Can you try this? Can you, as far as movement, can you go deeper? Can you go in this direction instead? Can you do it faster? Can you do a little bit more weight? And first, having the awareness piece of like, okay, this is where I'm at. Now I have the ability to make an adjustable tweak that's productive. And that's where we are very successful in people not overdoing it. And like you were talking about the longevity piece of people can be here for a long time and continually come consistently because our ability to communicate that awareness is very strong. And now they're learning, how do I feel inside my body rather than do I have the right position? It's do I feel the right tension inside my body? Can I feel powerful in this position and safe? going back to the safe piece. And then they do have that room to explore. And that's such a, I think, underrated thing because you don't realize, given how many people are focused on how much weight they can lift or how they look and forget to focus on how they feel. And it's just such a big piece here that has so many different chain reactions of positive effects that, um, we could talk for hours about. Hmm. Yeah. And along with that safety, I mean, if we had to describe the community here at Gymnasio, like our athletes and our team, there's no like one, I don't know if there's one word. If you have one word, that would be cool. Family. Oh, well, that's a good word. Right, dude? Yeah, it's a, it's a very it's a good word. family, right? We have kids. We got young adults. We've got college students. We've got people who just got married. I mean, it goes up all the way to... To people in their 70s and 80s and then it's not just about age it's not just about you know we got males and females we got people who are having trouble walking and then we've got people who you know they come in and they they found a safe place that they've never worked out a day in their life but they're now 60 70 years old and they're like I need to do something about this and they have a safe place alongside somebody who's an, uh, an elite level athlete we may not have a lot of professional athletes that come through but we've got some professional movers like people that have been around this globe for years and and they got a lot of experience training that be high school and college sports and then doing some rec sports or just running around with your kids and doing some heavy yard work and lifting heavy weights and like it's just there's so it's such a diverse population that we serve that it's it's so fun to be a part of because every day is a little bit different and everybody's got their own kind of vibe though we're, we're all very similar in the sense that we're we're driven by hope and by experience and by feeling success and then continuing to thrive with more success and seeing other people's success that then drives our success. Um, 
how would you how would you describe the community? How I think I think to describe the community as a whole, um, and I can just speak off of my personal experience. I think I came to the team with a very different energy level and vibe than most of the coaches that have been here, and I can I can start to get myself sucked into this comparative mode of like how can I and regardless of I do learn from all of you guys and when I am coaching on the floor I do pull pieces of each of you each of your personalities to try and create the best self for me but rather than um, that I can also see sometimes the negative side creeping in of like well I am not as good at this you know like CJ is or like Jonathan is and rather than sticking with those thoughts, just the people around me help me. It's like, okay, well, what do these people need? For, what do I have to offer them? Not what would I have to offer if I was CJ? It's what do I have to offer these people who are in front of me? And I can't give what I don't have. So if I don't have Jonathan's energy level, I'm not gonna pretend like I do. And just having that authenticity because I care and I want I do want these people to like me and enjoy their time with me. Um, I'm not going to fake anything. I'm not going to pretend. And yeah, I'm going to dig deep. And if I'm not feeling up to something, I'm still going to try and put forth an effort and then fake it till you make it type of thing. But there's a fine line. And so for me, there's just, I don't know if you already said this or if it was a previous conversation, but it's an inclusive place. It's not necessarily like, where do I butt heads with this person? It's how can I find harmony with this person in this space? And like you said, I can be coaching a six-year-old and then a seven-year-old in the same day, you know, in the night from hour to hour. So everyone's ability to accept is, I haven't seen it anywhere else, really. Um, you don't see the same types of, of clicks that, you would find at other gyms that I've been to. And there are close friends, people who are closer. Um, but man, it's just such a positive place that I, I can't even, I can't put a, a one word to it. Um, I want to put an example because uh, it, it sparked an image in, in my mind um, that hopefully you could reflect off as well. You know, a new person walks in the door. It's intimidating because all we do is group training. Like, we have open gym times, but it's compared to a, a typical fitness facility model. It's not just like come in and grab equipment and mess around unless you're a coach. It's like we, our, our athletes come in expecting a workout to be delivered by a coach that then they will participate in with other athletes. And many want to then explore more and they're building their at-home gyms now since COVID and they got weights to explore, different fun tools like the Fit Fighter, the RMT ropes, the clubs, the, I mean, kettlebells, maces, it, it's kind of endless. And we've, we've brought that in as a, to expand our culture because, you know, we, we were a lot of just functional training strictly. You will not see a traditional bench press or a traditional squat. It's only going to be functional and it's super complex. And we've since expanded our, our approach to be more inclusive and to, to be actually more functional in that essence and more authentic to uh, what it means to be human, which is to explore and to play and to discover. And, um, you know, when you're a new person coming in and looking at like, okay, there's like six cones out there, there's a timer, these people look like they know what they're doing. When you're at the front, 
you're not just standing there alone. As soon as you walk in the door, somebody's like, hey, so-and-so, like we know their name before they come in most of the time. And so it already creates this, this trust or this opportunity to, to um, go deeper and get to know this person a bit. And what's so beautiful is that it's not just the coaches doing that. It's the athletes recognize you're a new face and I would love to get to know you. And I would love to help you thrive in this environment. There's nobody like, oh, here's the newbie. Never. I've never experienced that. Maybe there's some joking around with somebody who's a little sarcastic coming in that wants to, a little bit of tough love. But most of the time it's, hey, let me partner with you. Let me show you kind of how this works. And it's always like telling stories and getting to know each other on a more personal level. And uh, it's, it's so beautiful to witness because that's what I would want for me going into a new place. And it goes back to the rule of, don't you know? It's not about treating others the way you want to be treated. It's treating others the way they want to be treated, and then hoping that they do the same for you. And and being able to vibe with that and understand what that communication is like. You know, it kind of flips the script a little bit and allows you to be yourself, because now you're not trying to treat somebody the way you want to be treated. It's treating them the way they are because they're different than you are. And I think all of our our, our team gets that, and people who walk through the doors immediately feel that without words being even shared. It's just, oh, this is a little bit different. There's no mirrors. Nobody's like checking themselves out in the mirror, which, hey, you know, aesthetics is cool. Like I've, I've been in the gym, that's a cool bicep looking there. Like ooh, my veins popping out, you know, like, but there's there's opportunities when that happens for people to just be very self-centered and um, not recognize what's going on around and work together. And it can be, it can be, it can take away from the depth of the experience. I don't think it's a bad thing. But I think by not having mirrors here and people coming in, they immediately now go inward and are present with other people versus like constantly looking at themselves and like, see, what do I look like in this? Do I look like a fool? It's like, no, we're, we're all fools. <laughs> we're all going to look a little bit ridiculous sometimes. We're all going to, we're all in our own way. We all move a little bit differently. We may have more coordination than this person, this person, but it's so much less of a comparative energy and much more of a collaborative experience that we're, we're learning together. And wherever you are today, if you keep doing what you're doing, you will get better and you're gonna reflect back on this day and go, wow, I've come a long way. And just opportunity for more reflection without looking in the mirror, you're looking at each other and yourself. And that's, and that's big too, because three points. See how far you've come, take a moment to appreciate that. Like, dude, people listening right now, people watching right now, us right now in this moment, We've come a long way. From wherever you started, appreciate that for a second. That's my first piece. Uh, second one is, so yesterday, another example, I had some new folks coming in. I had two new clients. That exact scenario. New gal walks in, kind of unsure what's going on, a little bit nervous. I'm like, hey, guys, you know, this is so-and-so. It's their first session here. We're going to slow some things down, make sure no one gets left behind. Everybody's like, oh, first session. Like, entire crew gave her a quick little round of applause. Like, hey, welcome to Gymnazo. Like, you're going to love it. Like, if you need anything, just ask immediately after the warm-up someone cruises over to be like hey if you want to partner up we can partner up if you have any questions like if the coach is kind of busy or whatever like just in case you can kind of take a peek at me so it was a very very supportive um just right out the gate and then third piece i lost in my tangent just now but when it comes back it's just taking a walk just taking a walk it's just taking a walk it'll be back <laughs> but yeah it's, it's a cool place to be man there's a cool place to be because it doesn't just go one way like the understanding isn't just us understanding clients but it's clients understanding each other and understanding our side of things. So they know, hey, a new person's coming in. For those who have never been through a gymnasium warm-up, complicated. There's a shit. Uh, it's just complex. There's a, sh there's a shitload of moving parts. If it's your first time going in, they're like, hey, you know, transfer is playing lunch. 
for the transverse lane tiger, I mean, easy. But um, to have the crew that supports it and has everybody's back is, is so awesome and so rare. Like you're saying, I've never seen that anywhere else. It's almost, it's almost for me, because I've never experienced it, it was almost intimidating at first. It's like there's no way this many folks can be this nice to each other and there's not like a hidden agenda. But there wasn't. Unless there is, but I'm three and a half years in, I'm like, shit, these people are just really fucking nice. The agenda is we just become love. Yeah, it's just like, just be nice and just have fun. Just enjoy. And you say that so much, and I've caught myself saying that so much now. Like, ending sessions, ending videos, taking off. Like, hey, yo, enjoy. Just end with that. That's one of the biggest messages we have is enjoy. Whatever you're doing, enjoy. So key. We could just cut the podcast right there. Enjoy. No, we're not going to. That. We've got more to talk about. we got more to change about. Like I said, you guys, we're going off the cuff here, and this may be a little different than the Gymnasio podcast in the past, but uh, this is the Gymnasio podcast of the future. Yes. Yeah, I love where you took that as well. And, um, you know, I think even to, to address more, like, a, the dark side, I guess, it, it, that's, like, my thing is I love to go deep and usually just inside myself of, how is my shadow coming out? How is my um, subconscious trying to, you know, um, influence me? And again, it doesn't need to be this super dark thing, but um, I've been in a place where I ignore that stuff and then I'm just not happy with where I'm at. And just the feeling that you have inside yourself is, is huge. You know, it's, it's everything. It's, it's where you're at. And if you can start to intentionally influence that which is a lot of what we do here with not just the group classes but with mindful movement and with every class that we have is how do we build awareness of influencing the subconscious and having the awareness to now chain reaction into every day of our life when we're not here um, we spend a lot of time here but even when i'm not here i'm still practicing the same things and to be in a place where I feel, I feel very, like you said, loved when I walk in and, and that's amazing. And now I'm like getting visuals of my uh, event that I held here. So after I had met you and, and told you about the beach workout um, that I did for the memorial event, the following year I was working here and I got the opportunity to host that event here. And the nerves that I had the year before didn't even compare. Now I'm like, oh, now I'm at this high class gym and I've been working here for less than a month and I'm supposed to host this community event. And my goal was to get 50 people here. There were almost exactly 50 people there. It's a public speaking uh, goal of mine. And I was, you know, terrified, honestly. Me and Jonathan ran here from our house and, um, <clears throat> on the How way many miles? Uh, 10 it was 10 on the nose as we on crossed the nose. That door, like 10.00 yeah. yeah not straight that's hilly yeah yeah we held a flag and everything and and that is actually something i want to talk about too is like the the suicide hotline things and i feel very this is where it's like almost dark waters of like might stir some pots because as much as that's a beautiful thing to try and spread that message of like, call the suicide hotline. For me, it doesn't resonate because it's such like, this is what resonates is like talking with you guys, like you guys are what helped me not calling a random number. And 
I know that's a great place to start, but I think it is harder. There's harder work to be done that's more effective, and that's just working with the people who are right in front of you. And which is like that's why I've been called to come here. Like my soul chose to chose to come here for that reason, and it's challenging. I'm challenged every day by it, and that's a beautiful thing. But going through this event and you know not really knowing the flow of gymnazo yet. I'm just like, I feel like I'm in the ocean right now and there's no land. I'm just like treading water and like looking around. But then I see you guys on a lifeboat, you know, and you cruise by and pull me up on the lifeboat. And um, being up in front of these 50 people felt like I tore my heart right open and I'm just like crying. I'm like bawling in front of 50 people. And it's like, cool, this is a good first impression for these people. <laughs> it was a beautiful moment. Oh man, and it was, it was, it was such a growing experience for me and a healing experience. Like right now, luckily I've had those moments because now I can talk about it and, and bear it, you know, and I have the skill to be able to have my alone time where I can let myself cry and, you know, have, it's sad. It's still sad, but, um, you know, I can be here and just enjoy this conversation with you guys and continue to show up and do the work. And that's sort of, um, going back to something that had, I can't remember which one you were saying it, but, um, not necessarily being, Un, unsatisfied with where you're at, but always having something to work for, finding that safety and then saying, okay, I'm safe. How can I explore a little bit more? And then getting up to that awareness of your new goal and then saying, okay, how do I expand my awareness even more? And that's just so true in my process here is always feeling like a new guy, you know, always feeling like there's more to learn. And then the more I learn, the less I know. And the more that there's so many rabbit holes to go down. And it's just all about wanting to show up and continue to put in the work. Definitely about making a choice. You know, you, you talk about the dark side a little bit, and it's really just the, it's that shadow self. It's the, it's the spot that a lot of people don't visit. It just ends up showing up because it's become a large enough shadow that now that's all you see. And I'm going to speak more about what I mean by this. And that's the sense of like you get so down or something happens and you're like, you know, fuck it. Like, what's the point now? Like, why, why should I even care? Because it's just life. We all just go through it and we all have a different experience. And I think what gets us out of the, that rut or that hole of just not caring, which can be a very dangerous place because then anything goes and we, we tend to lose our, in, our intent, our, our purpose, but more so our, our, our vibration, our wave that we're kind of, we're continuing to catch. And we think it all needs to be like, you know, one linear path of progression, 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 just like progressive overload in training. But we know that, that, that at some point that plateaus, you hit a peak and then you stop growing because you're trying to go on this linear path that worked for so long that then you hit a spot that you're like, it's not working for me anymore. And a lot of people I, I think tend to fall off the train. Like, okay, maybe they were really intentional and consistent with something for years like physical training and then something happened that then deterred them off course and they stayed off course and now there is no more course it's just left out in the ocean there is nothing there's no land there's no boat there's nothing to look at you're just like floating and like letting the ocean take you but that can be very rewarding too because you just surrender to the ocean it's going to take you somewhere something's going to show up and I think that's where 
we can work together as a team is to recognize those things and not to say that somebody's in that state, but to always be there and to continue to show up and continue to put yourself out there and, and express yourself and to be authentic and to honestly say, you know, I, I've run into this where I thought I was just a really optimistic, positive person. And then I was like avoiding things within me that I've had some experience that had then have brought those out. I'm like, Oh, well, it's always a choice to be positive or to do this, but are you trying to avoid something or are you actually choosing to see uh, the light in something or choosing to address something that's been bothering you? And there's, there's signs like you're going to start sleeping worse, waking up a little on the wrong side of the bed. You start to have pains and aches. You start to have headaches. You don't want to do things that you once enjoyed doing. You don't like drinking or eating the same food you once did. And now you start developing bad habits. And when you have friends around you or a team around you, that can recognize those things too. They may not bring it up, but they may have that energy and vibration to be like, hey, we're still here. Like, we still got you, bro. We still got you. Um, yeah, anything to say say along that line? Um, Goose, I think yeah. you got something to say. Yeah, man. Um, I, I just feel like having, having a solid team like we do, having a solid community like we do, provides that balance so well and so easily to pull from. Because we all go through those ups and downs no matter who you are, you've been like a dark spot at one point where you're just like, hey, I'm not feeling quite myself. But then you come into work, like for my example, like early pandemic, just super frustrated, like just the way stuff was going. There's so much uncertainty. There's so much like having to do certain things. That I just like wasn't quite grasping at the time. It's just, it's just so frustrating. I mean, I'm so mad. But then finally get back in here and like seeing you guys having conversations with you guys. It's like, dude, that's why I've been like so frustrated. I just like, I've been stuck in my own head with no outlet, but being here, having a community, having people that you trust, that you feel, like you said, you feel loved, you feel like you belong, you feel safe, you feel you feel good here, that allows you to open up, tap into those kind of things that maybe you weren't wanting to, intentionally or unintentionally, to address, but allows you to address those, get through that, and then now understand, yeah, you have a choice. Yeah, I mean, stuff's going to happen that's shit. You don't like it, but that's part of it. You need that to a certain extent to appreciate the other side as well. But I feel like when I'm here, you guys do such a good job of pulling like the positive. Like I'm not, I'm outside of here, I'm not a hype man. I'm not. Like if I'm doing my own thing, I'm more so quiet, kind of chilling. I can't just chill in here. I get fired up when I'm in here. I get like right now talking about it, I'm getting fired up. Like let's go do some cool shit. So you guys do that. The team does that. The community does that. They pull the best out of, at least from my perspective, for me, they pull the best, you guys pull the best out of me, which I think mm. is fucking rad. It makes me, th I had a visual of mid-pandemic last year in summer when you were working from home for like two or three weeks. I didn't see you. It was just me and Kalina and Michael. And Sean, I think you came through, like Kalina and I were like the only ones in the facility for a bit, like just like in this open space, music off, lights down, no human beings are in here except for Kalina and I, and we're on this, we're looking at a big screen. She's coaching a virtual session, I'm coaching a virtual session. And we look over at each other, because I, I just felt dead. And I looked over, and she like peeked around the, the TV too. And we're like, where the fuck is Goose? <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, I text you. I was like, I was kind of furious. I'm like, yeah, where the hell is this guy? But I realized what it was, and it was because I didn't have this like, it's like a piece that's missing of your puzzle that you're like, you're stoked, so so stoked about putting the puzzle together. And then you had the puzzle together, but then 
you came back the next morning and like three pieces were gone. And you're like, dude, I was going to, I was going to like take a picture of that puzzle. Like in like share, like put it on my wall, mm. like being cool. But now those pieces are like, where'd they go? And like, they're somewhere. I they put the puzzle together. And it's like, you were out, we had less classes. There's no other, other members coming in because they're all virtual and from home we were on our, our quarantine. And it hit me and I was like, dude, you need to come back. And this is more so for me. Like, I miss you. And I think you got like upset. You're like, dude, no, I can't, man. <laughs> well, because at the same time too, those listening, this is also me defending myself right now. <laughs> I had just gotten a new pup at the time. So I had a new dog and I was super just like stressing out about like leaving him home alone. But also it's just like in not the best headspace. But I missed you too. <laughs> I'm glad it all worked out. There was a time where we were just all in a weird funk. And it, it was an absolute blessing to then have like everybody come back into the facility and then occasionally like a member would come by and rent a piece of equipment and I was like ah oh, I can't see your whole face you're in a mask and like we're like kind of distance and we don't know what to do and and it really allowed me to reflect on what it is that I, I really love and enjoy about working on this team and that it is that we're so receptive uh we're so adaptable we're so aware to a point of like, okay, something something's off, something needs to change. And I think we're getting better and better at catching those moments because it's going to happen. Like we can't avoid it. Um, but having that having that safety net of, of each other to be like, yo, we're in, a, we're in a shitty situation. Or like, hey, this is just isn't working. And to feel safe enough and to be vulnerable and transparent in that instance, to share your truth and uh, to, to for the betterment of the team, whether it's just for you, it's it allows each of us to share in a way that I feel that many other work environments are nowhere, nowhere even close. You know, I, I hear a lot about people coming in and they live in a sh shitty working environment or, or they, like working in a shitty environment or maybe like home life, there's just some troubles going on and, and shit's just hitting the fan. And to come in here and to just let that go, like at least for an hour, you know, just to work out, be physical, get that stress out of your, your, your body and out of your mind and do something about it physically. Um, it's, it's an absolute blessing to, to witness that every day. Yeah. And to, to witness everybody who is saying like, thank you guys so much for just keeping on doing what you were doing, even though it wasn't in the same form that we're used to. Thank you guys for doing all of those Facebook live workouts for all of those virtual workouts and being like, I needed that so much. And it meant a lot to me and being like, thank, thank you for saying that. Cause a lot of times on the virtual end or that Facebook live, you don't know unless somebody says something, you can't see them on the other end of the screen. Right. And so we're just writing our own workouts, doing, you know, what we think is people will enjoy, but it's like, well, I enjoy it. I hope they do too. And um, getting that confirmation of like having it be received and appreciated was so huge in a time where it seemed like everybody needed that. And that's just like the epitome of, of being on this team is like, we're, you know, in some gnarly waves right now and we're just going to keep paddling until we get past the break. And then there's a sweet ride waiting for us once we get there, you know? Mm -hmm. I think a part of it too, um, even like early on pandemic when we were still kind of finding our flow and, and giving these different sessions like kettlebell workouts and mindful movements and things, we allowed people to have that hour or have that time without feeling guilty. I think in like a period of time where everything was hitting the fan all at once, it's like, hey, you guys are going to be shut down for two weeks. After that, 
I mean, we'll see. Do we have a job? Maybe. Do we have a gym? Maybe. Do we go back to normal? Mm. Maybe. But it was like, hey, for now, this hour with us, whether it's like a mindful movement, I think you were doing Thursday nights, like a body browsing, like a Tuesday morning, whatever it was, say, like, hey, you got this time, take this time for you, like take care of yourself and don't feel guilty about it. So we allowed people to actually give a shit about them without being like, oh, you know, I got kids at home, I got to take care of the kids, oh, I got this at work. Don't worry about that right now. Take your time. And like mental health side of things, so key. Like so, so, so key just for keeping people even keel. Imagine not like having seen folks for so long, like your family, and this is like your secondary family. You get to come hang out with us for an hour and that's like your dose of just like, oh, okay, mm. cool. Like I, I, guess I saw my, my three sons today as they're leaving the facility <laughs> something like that yeah no no doubt about it there's a I, I focus a lot on like trying to organize my thoughts and reflect back and and i know you can relate sean and, and goose for sure and a lot of listeners listeners can as well i wanted to share something that i do and i think uh, goose you got some cool stuff that you were you were reflecting on a bit too and i'm sure sean you're going to add some some kind of wondrous beautiful words to it as well. I thought you were going to say woo-woo. Cool. Uh, that's, that's what I meant to say, but yes. I wanted to say the other words of what I really meant. Um, yeah, woo-hoo. That's what it is. Uh, and it's like more of an elemental side of things. And what I mean by that is, is what are the parts that help to set up uh, not only an awesome community and a team, but within yourself, like the voices that are in your head, the, the experiences that you're a part of internally and reflect on at the end of the day, how do you reflect on is it going well or do I need to change something and make a choice to change a habit or a routine? And I always go back through the, the you know, the earth, the uh, water, the fire, air, spirit kind of uh, mentality. And I mean, what I mean by that is what are the things that are the foundations or the, the fundamental building blocks in my life, the pieces that hold it all together, like the earth, what's, what is the foundation? What is that piece that keeps me grounded, keeps me stable and keeps me focused so that I can then love or ex share myself and, and be a part of a community. Like without that, without that foundation, I lose that. I can't fully be present and involved. So what are those things in my life? And uh, we can go into that too. We're, we're getting close to, a, to an hour, so I don't want to dive too deep, but we can. Uh, then from there, so we go like, you know, stability, then able to flow and just be adaptable with people that are present is then feeling so comfortable in that, that you can now express yourself. You can dance, you can, you can say things, you can use your arms and your body in ways that express an energy within you. It's a, it's a, a clarity, or maybe it's an excitement. It's a stoke. It's a, maybe you're a bit beat up and like your body language shows what's going on internally, right? But if you have that foundation set and you're able to flow in a community and adapt and, and um, kind of fill the space with safety, with, with security, and say, hey, be yourself, that now you can express yourself and people start seeing you be weird, that they feel like they can be weird and we're all weird in our own way, don't deny it, any single one of you. If you deny it, that's weird of you. You're a weirdo. From there, then we can experience peace in its essence. We've expressed ourselves, and now we, we're letting things go that are built up within us, whether that be some negativity or positivity or just something that we've been focused on in a life event, that then we experience that peace and that, that kind of just, oh, it's like you leave a session and now you can breathe. You came into a session thinking you could breathe. 
And then you leave a session going like, oh, that's what breathing feels like, or like that's a full exhale. Or if anybody's done yoga and you're probably your one yoga class, you probably know what I'm talking about. The, the, the savasana, am I saying that right? Savasana, savasana, savasana. Or you're just like, oh, you're just like be them in a session. Like that yeah. is like the essence of after you've expressed. And then once you're there and you can continue that, that same uh, um, an awareness, now you can carry that with, with you wherever you go outside of this place. You know, maybe there's a toxic environment that's elsewhere that you're a part of, but you came in here and now you're able to feel strong, feel secure, feel grounded able to flow with and vibe with other people and then express yourself and then find that peace that now wherever you go, you bring that aura with you as opposed to that beta brain state. You're just stressed out and you're still pissed off. And now wherever you go, it's people are going to mirror that energy. It's like the more we can create this opportunity to just be your own weird and like to be compassionate towards others, it just creates this whole wave that surrounds you, the people that you're with, the conversations change, the mentality shifts, cool stuff starts happening, synchronicities start occurring, and you're just like, you feel like you're just, you're in the right place at the right time. And that's what I reflect on. And like those grounding things that I go back to are, you know, it's literally grounding. Like I'll go take my shoes off and my socks off and go stand on the earth for five, 10 minutes at the end of the day. Just be outside and breathe, you know, and, and feel grounded. Maybe do some deep squats and just kind of feel what it's like to be in my body starts turning into kind of that flow like figure eight like with the ropes and um, just feeling light and then you start using your arms and your fingers and you're like ah you fired up and that's like that hype that you bring that now people can express themselves they got something to say uh, they, then you just feel like you can you can let go and breathe how do you how do you kind of see that community internally and, and externally Dude, I went on probably 50 tangents as you were going in my own mind. I, <laughs> I could hear every was, single one of them. Oh, man, I was bouncing all over the place. Um, but, but I do know that the community here, from, from coach to like managerial upper, upper level to client, from my personal experience, I am able to like express what I want. I'm a big like experience guy. Like I want to like experience some stuff. I wasn't like to have blonde hair. I'm going to go blonde for a little bit. And like usually for those who have never met me in person right now, I got like tattoos, blonde and pink hair. That's kind of long, kind of a patchy beard. Like I look like a weirdo because I am. One. You are a weird mofo. Dude. Oh, I'm, I mean, as weird as they come. You're yeah, I get it. But here, like that's okay. And how freaking cool is that? Like, just come in one day with a handlebar mustache and just, like, throw ropes around. The next day, I'm bleach blonde with no facial hair, and I'm doing, like, med ball stuff. Impressively, you just come in one day with a handlebar mustache. Yeah, dude, one day it's there, one day it's not. <laughs> it was fake. I'm not, I, you kind of exposed it, but whatever. Um, so, no, just, just creating, uh, as I was kind of getting ready for the podcast, I was looking over some things, and, like, the hierarchy of needs, like, your physiological stuff, like, obviously, like, food, water, somewhere to sleep, cool. As long as you can check those boxes... Which, tangent, even if you can't, I'm willing to bet this community can provide that for you. Because it's that kind of crew that steps up. If you don't have that, there was a fire in Shell Beach earlier this year. I had so many clients reach out and offer a place for me to stay. So many. Like, more than I could count on two hands. And that speaks volumes for the rest of the community as well. Getting into the safety thing. We've already touched on that. You feel safe. You feel secure here. The next one, I didn't even realize, was feeling loved and belonging. We've already hit on that. I mean, it's crazy. We've knocked out three of the five. The next one's feeling respected, self-esteem, 
being recognized, freedom. It's all the stuff that we do. And then the final one is self-actualization, which was the desire to become the most that one can be. If I'm not mistaken, that was your intention coming into 2021, the pursuit of becoming better. Like that's, that's so ingrained in the culture. And I said the same thing the other day. I had like that epiphany moment of like, dude, I just want to be a, a better human, not a better mover, not a better brother, not a better son, a better just human across the board. And I think I can confidently say, actually, I know that every person in this community wants to be a better human, a better person as a whole. And that is special, like so special. You don't see that everywhere. Yeah, you got to surround yourself with that and you will continue to surround others with that until they have no choice but to own their own humanness. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all bad at a lot of things and we're all capable of being good at many things and great at few. Maybe great at a lot if you're Sean. True. Who's that? You do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to say the visual of, of the earth, water, fire, air was strong, right? When you said that, I just picture myself sitting on the dunes, cross-legged, and just like, I've never thought of it that way before. In a collective, like a lot of people say, oh, breath work is, you know, that's how I do it. Or, oh, grounding, that's how I do it. But to put all those together in the same practice is like very, it's an obvious thing, but it's not. Like not a, a lot of people tie those together. And even just now, hearing you say it like that, it's like, you have a very strong ability to say things, and then I'm instantly like, man, I was doing that somehow, but never had words for it, and just having the beautiful words to it and the visual is amazing, where it's like, that's the awareness piece of like, now I have a better understanding of why I feel so good when I do that, or why, like, now thinking about your words while I'm in that, um, that place, and being able to now say, well, what's my next layer of this? Yeah, I'm sitting in the sand. Yes, I'm breathing. Yes, I can hear the water. Yes, I'm flowing with my body a little bit. Yes, I'm building fire inside of my, you know, my power engine here. Um, and now what's, what's the next piece? Yeah. Let go. Um, you know, whatever it is. But um, just to end on, for me... Um, being here is just to continuously do the work and that's just mirrored by you guys constantly um, that it's amazing that I have stuff to work on that I know I have stuff to work on because if I ever get in that space of like I'm in a really good place right now and you know I'm I don't really know what to work on then there's that's when I can get into this um, dark state of like well there's no point but it's mm. like there's so many possibilities and we all explore those possibilities, which is really cool. And people seeing that gives them the opportunity to say, well, I never thought of that before. Let's, I'm going to see what that's all about. Even if they don't, don't do it right in the moment, like it might even be next year. And they're like, oh my God, this is what CJ was talking about a year <laughs> ago. And I j it just kind of clicked for me. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's always, you know, what else is there? I think we can end up in that from, very different energies in a, in a being in a bad place or a rough place, a very stressful place, an anxious place, a nervous place, to being very joyful and pleased and 
in a pleasant uh, uh, attitude and, and state of mind and thinking the same things that it really comes down to, I think, expressing ourselves and sharing. And we're in a day and age right now where sharing is like we are all on the stage on a show and tell. We have an opportunity to at least. And many people don't want to be on that stage and that's completely respectable. Um, but you don't have to be on the social media side. You don't have to be on the side that's expressing it through um, posts and stuff, but through your community and through the people that you're around, the the conversations you have and the thoughts you have and the emotions you experience, all of those things are this amazing um, cocktail of experience that if we recognize them, that's that's a win. But we don't need to get so caught up in that. We just need to express the gratitude and, and be compassionate, understand that we're all, there will never be a point, I think, in human nature where we're not learning. Like there's always an opportunity to learn something and we don't have to be forcing ourselves to learn anything. We just need to be open to what's happening. And if we're in a funky state of mind, to not become attached to, I don't want to be in this state of mind, but to recognize, how did I get here? Like, was there something that I did or something that happened that instigated this, this state of mind? And I think that's, that's where a community really comes down to is doing the work within yourself, putting the pen to the paper and really not just saying you're going to journal or saying you're going to do these things tomorrow or start next week. Like that, that can affect your community because as soon as you start doing those things and putting it off or not holding yourself accountable, now you're not holding your community accountable. And now your community is not going to hold you accountable because you're not doing it. You're not working on anything. And that could be as simple as I'm trying a new diet thing. I'm trying a new food um, uh, trying to cook now and I don't know how to cook. It's like, be okay with fucking up, be okay with failing. That's how we learn and get better and become a better community. And, um, I mean, to end on that, it's, it's set up your environment too. We talked a lot about the facility being a place where we can just show up and, and the vibe is there, but that place also needs, um, you know, work from us and our people. If things aren't put in places and, the music's not right and people are off, it throws the whole room off. And that goes as far as your car, your house, your room, your place of practice, if you got a home gym. Like look at that stuff and see, this is, this is a complete mirror of what's going on internally. And if my place is a mess, my stuff's a mess, my mind is gonna be a mess and it's just gonna keep getting messy, messy, messy. But there's things that we can adjust and change and make a choice to shift that then we will look at it in our environment and go, ah, oh, I see myself, you know, and that happens with whatever, like just being in here, you can see yourself in many different things. And, and the more you pay attention, the more others will pay attention as well. And it's not to you and judging you. It's more about yourself. Like you're, you're going to learn something along the way. So set up, set up your environment is the biggest thing. I think like that, having your space, if you're going to do movement, if you're going to be still and meditate, do it in a place that you, you find valuable that you enjoy being in. Like enjoy yourself there. You guys got anything else to add community-wise or, or bring in uh, to, to leave our listeners with? When you're done with that, do it in an environment that makes you uncomfortable. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the next podcast? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sean and I are going to battle out what is comfort and discomfort. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother realm. Purposely yeah. get yourself uncomfortable. Don't let the world get you uncomfortable. Amen. I love that. I love that, dude. Yeah, get uncomfortable, man. Get vulnerable. Tell people you love them. Share Maybe send your bro a heart emoji. Oh, you, are you not sending hearts, dude? Come on. I strictly send hearts now. 
Dude, I got into the uh, quick quick pro tip as we kind of you know, wind this down. The pink heart with a little like sparkles on it. Start using that one more, gentlemen. Ladies, I know you're already on game. Gentlemen, step it up. Goose, how can they? How can the people find you and get, get your vibe and your uh, your positivity and love? Check your boy out on Instagram. That's the best way. Instinctive dot movement, or text me, but DM me first, and then we'll text. <laughs> Sean, how about yourself? How can people find you? Is it like in the astral realm? Is it in yeah, a past man, life? Just close your eyes. Just you know, do it. Take a few breaths. No. Uh, I, if you if you imagine a Mandelbrot set bearded with a bun on top, you have found Sean. Facts. I'm on I'm on the Instagram, but not really. So you could look up my name if you send me the DM, and I'll check them once a month. And maybe maybe next year. <laughs> if you have a salt lamp at your house, just sit real close to it. That's like being next to Sean. It's very calming, very soothing. Sean somehow has found out how to talk to plants too. And I, I assume like the plants have like this whole aura connection that we can't see. Is that true? They talk to me. I don't know. I didn't start it. They just, <laughs> they reached out to me. All right. Well, you can check out Sean on Instagram or in the ethereal realm. You can also find me on movement underscore exploration underscore channel. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Goose. That was a fun conversation. That's a good one. Love y'all. Hey y'all, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please share it with your fitness obsessed friends and peers who are also navigating this world of fitness and trying to succeed through the trends and misinformation. As you guys can see, this podcast is basically a masterclass for trainers wanting to level up in their coaching skills and their fitness business model. Relaunches in 2020 because you and your fitness tribe deserve to see an unfiltered look at all the aspects of what it takes to stand out as a next generation coach and build a successful fitness business. So share it far and wide. And please, when you do, do me a favor, take a screenshot of this screen and share it to your social media accounts and use the hashtag Gymnazo Podcast. That's hashtag Gymnazo Podcast. That way we can see you and share your post with our audience. And finally, when you're ready to go to the next level as a coach or in your business and to reach more people, please go check out gymnazoedu.com. We have put together the best 90-day coaching program on the market for trainers wanting to become a masterful practitioner and build a business that gives them the freedom and impact. So let us help you do just that. We have online training and one-on-one coaching to guide you through a full 90-day certification. We even get you training our clients live because it's always better to work out your kinks on someone else's clients than yours. But we promise you this, your clients will be blown away by the transformation our program will help you make. You'll be masterful at a whole new level and part of an incredible community of coaches worldwide taking their skills to the next level. So if you thought today's episode had some fire to it, and inspired you to take action, wait until you see what we deliver on this program. So just go to gymnazoedu.com and we'll see you on the other side. Remember that turning your passion for fitness into transformation and sustainable business is critical to reaching the people and lives you were put on earth to help. It matters and truly can make an impact in other people's lives. So I hope you do that. Keep sharing your passion and we'll talk to you soon.